G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. Racing this weekend goes to Gosford. It's still a wet track, but at least it's a sunny day forecast. That's the main thing, right? Mark Sheen, Mark Roden, they're here to help me find a few winners. Mark Sheen, if I start with yourself, Gosford, what are we expecting here in terms of how the track might play there on Saturday? Uh, well, look, this corresponding meeting last year, the fence was definitely off. Um, there have been some uh, good rail positions uh, or true rail positions since, of course, and uh, quite a few days the fence has been okay, but I'm keeping an open mind. Um, but uh, as I said, it was off last year. Okay, Mark Roden, uh, plenty of wet track form going into this meeting. Um, does the change in course necessarily do much for you? No, I don't mind betting at Gosford, and uh, especially if it's a bit soft like it's going to be. It's it, it can be a bit up the inside when it's dry, and that's certainly not going to be the case tomorrow. I mean, the inside might be okay early, but on a 10-race card, it's it's not going to be any good by the end of the day, whatever happens. And that gives more runners a chance, in my view. It's also not going to be the completely bottomless heavy we've seen at a lot of tracks uh, over the last month. So, look, uh, cold night tonight, so it's not going to get much better than an eight, I don't think, but... Um, it's certainly not going to be, you know, like those 12, 13s we've seen at some point. Okay. Well, let's have a look at the quaddy leagues. We'll start off with race seven, which is the Gosford Gold Club uh, Gold Cup listed race over 2080. And the favourite currently is Great House at 370. You've got Main Stage at $4.80, $5 for Moroni, $5.50, $6 for Numerian. And then Estefany uh, is sitting around $8 at the moment. The rest are in double figures. Mark Sheen, I'll get you to kick us off. Yeah, not sure whose turn it is this week. Um, not a race that I'm in love with at all. The main stage is the form runner coming in, but he's uh, jumping sharply in class, um, winning some races on bog tracks uh, where he's been able to dominate in front. Uh, look, Moroni was a shocker the other day, ran a good race at Rose Hill and then uh, put in a stinker on a bog track at Ramica who pulled up lane. Great house. Uh, I don't think he fancied the real bog track uh, at Ramwick last start, and they decided to give the Sydney Cup a miss with him. Look, I'm going to go his way, Great House, but not with a lot of confidence. I'm just not sure that he got through that heavy ground at Ramwick last time out. Uh, freshened up. He does seem to race well with a little bit of a break between runs. Uh, New Marion's an interesting one to me. Um, look, he's a gross type, and he hasn't overly looked, you know, 100% fit to my eye, but that might just be. Uh, the horse's um, uh, makeup, um, big gross type. Uh, two from one for me, but uh, I could be totally wrong. Okay. Mark Road, any angle for yourself? Um, first thing I'll mention is th it's interesting the race is over 2,080 metres on a true rail. Does that mean that every 2,100-metre race at Gosford for the last 100 years has been 2,080? No, I think, <laughs> that, I think that shoot might be a bit uh, boggy, Mark. I think. Oh, is that what's happened? Okay, yeah. well, that's, that's, that's better. That's good. Uh, anyway, look, I found it very difficult as well. I actually ended with Moroni on top. Um, it, it was just having to completely put the pen through that run. I'm, I'm being a bit forgiving of a lot of horses who ran on those tracks. You know, some horses just completely didn't handle it and gave up, which might not be a bad thing. They haven't done themselves any harm, um, you know, trying to plough through it. And the run before that was good enough to be competitive in this main stage. It just sticks itself in the race in best form of its uh, uh, life as a seven-year-old. Uh, down on the limit weight, we'll give a side again. Then I was out to Numerian and Great House, and maybe I thought Moran might be a chance of uh, improving, had some good overseas form, but I am not by any means desperate to bet in this one. Okay, that's fair enough as well. Race 8 is the takeover target, listed race over 1,200 metres. The market has Gravina favourite at $4.60 from 
Oscar Zulu at seven, Southern Lads seven fifty, Shelby sixty six is eight dollars, Majestic Shot nine fifty. Everything else is in double figures from there. Mark Sheen, what are your thoughts here in the takeover? I couldn't couldn't take a four sixty Gravina. I know that. Um, uh, look, I know he does like this sort of ground, but uh, his last two wins have both been in fields of seven. Um, I thought he was disappointing at Newcastle. He's going to get back here, looking away from him. Look, I thought Oscar Zulu trialed okay. He's good, fresh, and likes the ground. So I thought he was a bit of value around the $7 mark. Um, I thought that Southern Lad trialed quite well. Not sure that he's overly fussed on these conditions, but uh, he does sprint well fresh. And Blondo, I thought, was a query, but maybe the inside draw is uh, against him, but he does uh, normally race well fresh. Another tough race, but I thought Oscar Zulu was a little bit of value. I'm going against the favourite. Okay. Mark Roden? Uh, no, I've gone the other way. I'm, I'm with Gravina, just mainly on the grounds that um, I think the middle gate's good. I think that, I mean, they really should be speed in a field this size. Um, and I reckon by race eight, they'll be getting down the middle. The best of his three runs um, this time in, was the fresh one, and he's had a little little freshen up here. Uh, if you can get back to that form he showed in that first win at Randwick, I think he's the one to beat. Um, away from him, um, uh, Shelby 66 was no good last start. He probably needed the run, didn't he? Um, but back on soft ground, he could improve. I, he's he's going to be in an in a awful spot. But, I mean, the horse that was running in highways two months ago is now uh, theoretically the class run of the race. He, he, look, if he bounced back to some of that wet track form, he could run a race. I, I don't really want to back him, but he, I think he's in the mix. Oscar Zulu, short of his best trip, but on his trials, he's right in this. And then I had, um, yeah, I was out to Southern Loud as well. Um, not not a good thing by any means, but I've, I've had something on Gravina, and I, I yeah, I've, I'm happy to have it on top. All right. Sounds good there. Uh, race nine is the time honoured, the coast, the mile race for the three-year-olds and four-year-olds. And the market is pretty even. Uh, Diamil and our Playboy, you're getting $5.50 on each of those. $7 for Rustic Steel, $9 best for Old Flame. Kiku and Kinlock and Chartres and Steinem are all $12. And Party Foot One, you can get $13. Uh, Mark Sheen, any help here? Uh, look, I like our Playboy. Um... I thought it was a tough win at Randwick the other day. Uh, at that stage of the day, nothing had won sort of racing three and four wide. They were all down near the inside. He broke that mould. He's got the form around Mr Mozart. Um, I know he's got 60 kilos here. He's up a kilo for his last win, but I thought it was a pretty dominant win. 1,600 poses, no problems. I think it'd be hard to beat. Dimer, well, I didn't expect him to be back last the other day. I know that. Um, not sure what was going on there. Uh, they have put the blinkers on. He's got no weight. Look, he did look impressive at Warwick Farm before that, and you probably can be forgiving for that uh, defeat at Ramwick. So, uh, look, he's obviously got a chance, and he, he may have gone into that run a bit underdone. They missed a, a run or a trial. I can't remember which one, but um, maybe he was just a little bit underdone. But I think the form around our playboy looks pretty strong for me. Okay. Mark Roden, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm just going a bit wider. I, I have... Diane Miller now Playboy 1-2 in my market, but um, just I, I, my market's pretty flat and I'm going smaller bets a bit wider. Um, firstly, I'd like to know which way they're going with Diane because he's an emergency. He's got a run earlier in the program in a race that he looks very well placed in and drawn better too. Um, but they obviously don't have to scratch because of an emergency, so they're going to wait for later on, obviously, to make the decision there. But that could change the betting here somewhat. But uh, anyway, to return to what I'm, I've actually done here, 
Had something on number four, our president um, comes out a really fast race at Newcastle. Now, he's up to a mile. That's I don't know if that's what he wants, but he's going to be right on the speed. Uh, I think on the speed, it's going to be a, uh, some help, at least around Gosford. And draw nine, he should be um, either lead or outside lead, and if he needs to get to the middle of the track, should be able to. Uh, Taxu's made that form look pretty good as well. Um, Rustic Steel obviously comes through that race too. I don't really like the jockey change in it, and I thought it... I mean, it was obviously set for that race, uh, the Midway Championship, and ran up to win it and didn't. So I, I suspect that might have been him for the prep, but uh, time will tell there. Uh, I've had, I might have lost my mind here. I've had a tiny bet on number 12, Phillipsburg, who is um, actually comes out of that same race Diamond ran in last time. Clearly a great wet tracker. Won't want any um, track upgrades, but just the way he's going and on the limit at $71, I, I just wanted to have something on him as well. But... I think our president's a reasonable bet. It will look the winner at some stage at double-figure odds. Um, yeah, the wild spec on Phillipsburg. Our playboy's going to get run of the race. He's, he's got a lot of weight, but it wouldn't um, surprise me at all to see him be too strong late. But I have just gone that bit wider. Okay. All right, that brings us to the last, which is a benchmark 78 over 1,200 metres. And Battleton's favourite at $3 from Cold Crusher at seven fifty, and we danced uh, Rainbow Connection. You're getting eleven dollars each of those. Titanium Power is twelve. Starman sixteen, and it goes upwards from there. Mark Shan, your thoughts here in the last? Yeah, I think a lot will depend on the parade of battle. And here he's obviously the class runner with a you know a second in the Crowley and then a, a fifth in the in the Coolmore. He's been off the scene for some time. Gelded. I thought his first trial was a bit average. Second trial looked a lot better to me. Doesn't generally carry a lot of condition, so he might be ready to go first up. But, um, yeah, I'd want to have a look at him in the parade. This Cole Crusher fell to pieces at Warwick Farm the other day, uh, blew out in the bedding and still bowled it in. So um, he was right off his game in the yard, and he still uh, still won impressively. He does love these conditions. So uh, just might go his way at the value at this stage, uh, battle and obviously the class runner. Away from that, looks a pretty tricky race. A uh, few disappointing horses. I thought Latino Blend could run home at uh, odds, uh, but uh, I thought Carl Crusher would give you a good side up on the speed. Okay, Mark Roden. Uh, firstly, interesting to hear that. I was on Carl Crusher that day, and I was, I, I, I didn't know that about the yard. Rob wasn't there that day, and I was, uh, didn't know what was going on. I thought he was a fair thing in the race, and he was just expressing out late. That, that, uh, that certainly solves that mystery, but um, good on him for winning anyway. But, yeah, him and Battleton looked at two. I think Battleton's an eye-wateringly sure price uh, in a field this size, um, first up on a wet. Um, if I had to bet it, it would probably be Cold Crusher. Um, as I said, I was with him last time. And uh, he just has a fantastic racing style. would give himself every chance. Uh, beyond that, uh, where was I looking? It was um, oh, no, nothing. I've got a, a bunch of them between about 11 and 15. Uh, I might back Cold Crusher at around 7.50, but, you know, I was trying to make cases for the likes of Grand Rumor, who clearly wants further than 1,200. Selba Rose, who will probably lead, maybe, but first up on wet at 1,200, probably hits the wall at some point. Rainbow Connection gets back. He's a hotshot, probably scratched it once dry. Yeah, yes, it's a, a real messy race around those two. I, I can half see why they're keeping Battleton so safe, um, because... Uh, apart from uh, those two main chances, it does get pretty messy and thin, but I, I certainly couldn't back him. Uh, so, look, no bet at this stage for me, but if anything, cold pressure. Okay. All right, that brings us to the end. I'll get your best players on the card. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Well, these have been in the wheelchair lately, but um, race uh, four, I thought Siege would be hard to beat, um, providing that they can come from back in the field. Um, 
thought she trialled up quite nicely. And race number um, six, uh, depending on Dime, I'll hope it doesn't go there. I thought Elusive Jewel would run very well. I thought uh, she'd be very suited uh, going up to 1,600 metres, handles all conditions, and uh, ran into one that was flying at the moment, Quintello, last time out. So uh, they're my two best uh, for Gosford. Fingers crossed. Likeable. You're getting $4.40 there in race four for Siege and race six. Currently $7 for Elusive Jill, but as you said, Diamil may very well be a scratching there. Mark Roden? Um, yeah, not a day I'm super keen on anything at the price. Technically, Gravina's my best bet, but I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to go around declaring it. I've, I've had a few bets wider. Um, I mentioned Doe President and Phillipsburg in the coast. Uh, in the midway, I've had a little crack at this race too. Um, in fact, Boudoir first up at double figure odds. And there's an interesting little matchup here Magic on Ice and Rifles, who met last start. And Magic on Ice won pretty convincingly. But there was there's a couple of little switches here to suggest that Rifles is some chance of turning the tables on him. And Magic on Ice is about $8, and Rifles is as much as 30 odd in some places. And I've had to have something on Rifles. Um, under those circumstances, but as the betting suggests, it's about seven, eight dollars to field that race. Anything could win it, but just a couple of little throws at the stumps at uh, a bit of a price. Okay, very good. All the best to you both over the weekend. We'll catch up next Friday. We've got Scone coming up next Saturday, so looking forward to previewing that meeting. Until then, go well, guys. Yeah, gents.